0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland,
1: a podcast all about Cleveland and fun things to do.
0: We go exploring
1: and we go eat.
0: We eat lots and we enjoy it. So join us as we share these experiences with you.
1: And we hope that these experiences inspire you to enjoy the great city of Cleveland. So, Paul made me, the other day for dinner, buffalo chicken pizza.
0: You know what I had for lunch today? What? A buffalo chicken sandwich.
1: Ooh.
0: It was very good.
1: It was the day that our Alice in Wonderland episode dropped. And I talked all about Masthead Brewing Company.
0: Oh, when you had the buffalo chicken pizza.
1: Yes. He's always struggling with what to make for dinner, so he made us buffalo chicken pizza. And he was wondering if he should put... Pickles on the pizza. And then he listened to our episode. And that sealed the deal for him. So I came home to a homemade pizza with pickles all over it.
0: That sounds disgusting. I did not have pickles on my sandwich.
1: I know you didn't. You don't like pickles. <laughs> you don't like pickles. But Paul made us dinner two nights in a row now. For a podcast he did. day.
0: And it was great.
1: Yeah, so we tried a new... Meal Kit Box. We tried Green Chef. Because usually we order from Sun Basket, But we tried something different. We tried Green Chef and it has been a hit.
0: Both meals were wonderful.
1: Yeah, yes. What did we have? Chicken? So I think it was like chicken with kale and tomatoes and mushrooms. And I ate the mushrooms, you ate the tomatoes.
0: It was spectacular.
1: And then tonight we had beef chili, I think.
0: It was Beef and Mushroom Chili, and that was phenomenal as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just wanted to throw out there that give him a shout out. I'm supposed to give a retraction that Alice in Wonderland is not his most favorite movie ever.
0: Well, he didn't really say it was his most favorite. He just said that he was...
1: Not the- opposed to re-watching it, because he loves that movie. Right. <laughs> he claims that it's not his most favorite ever. But he has a painting. Is it a piece painting? of artwork? Yeah, I think it's Oh, a, I
0: thought it was a poster.
1: No, it's on a canvas.
0: Oh wow.
1: It's a painting of Alice upside down as if she's falling and there's a cityscape behind her. And I asked him, I said, so Alice isn't your favorite movie? You have this artwork in your office area. So anyways, I just want to throw a little retraction out there for him with that.
0: We need to take a short break.
1: We'll be back after these messages. If you like this podcast, we ask that you like, follow, share, or leave a review. If you visit any of the places we've talked about, please let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. We look forward to your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures.
0: Welcome back from the break. It's a very long break. It was. My apologies. We had some very good lemon martinis. Thank you, Heidi, Mm -hmm. for the lemon martinis.
1: They were more prepped today than yesterday.
0: They were wonderful.
1: I wanted to give a follow-up from our previous episode where we did the Tall Ships.
0: Fun at the Tall Ships. We had a really good week.
1: We had the time of our life
0: week. We had a weekend. We had a really good weekend.
1: We, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. It I was. think that it was a fantastic weekend. I think the weather was gorgeous. I think we had a fabulous time at Tall Ships. We talked all about that in the last episode, but the one thing that I wanted to bring up is that I just saw an article on news5.com where they talk about the William Mather, which we spent a lot of time talking about in our last episode because we toured it. What I wanted to mention is for the first time since COVID-19, the William G. Mather is open for full seasons at the Great Lakes Science Center.
0: Oh, nice. What is a full season?
1: That's a good question. So it says the Mather is popular attraction for both guests of the Science Center and visitors of the North Coast Harbor. A separate ticket is required to tour the Mather from the Science Center for less than $10, allowing guests to tour the ship from stem to stern and see its huge cargo holds, brass and oak pilot house, elegant guest quarters, and four-story engine room. Mather hours from June through August are Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, noon to 5. And from September through October, the hours are Saturday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, noon to 5. So I think what this is saying is this ship is now open for tours as it was at the Tall Ships Festival. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I just wanted to give a little heads up that we just talked about it, and if it's something that you are interested in, if we had happened to pique your interest about that ship... It is open for tours, and you do have to buy your tours through the Science Center, which is right next door to it. Right. To the harbor. I was really excited to see this article, and I wanted to bring it up because it was something that we just got done talking about in our last episode. Right. And if you haven't heard our last episode, go back and listen, because it was a good episode.
0: It was very good. We
1: really did have a fantastic day.
0: It was, and it was... One of my favorite podcast days.
1: You know, I was gonna say that, and I feel like we say that on every, every adventure. Time. <laughs> this was my most. I favorite don't care.
0: Day. I don't care.
1: Well, I did say that for Great Lakes Brewing Company. Yeah, but that's because I had alcohol, which it still was a it still was a great day. I'm not it taking was. away from it. I thought that that just really made it even better. But I thought Tall Ships Festival was. Great. I'm sad that it's only every three years. I didn't realize that. I know. But I think you and I will still be doing this podcast in three years. And I think we're going to go back in three years and experience it all over again.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. I would be definitely for that. So we did that on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we got together again and did a garden tour.
0: Yes. A garden walk. And this was a free event.
1: A friend came with us.
0: Yes, our friend Emily.
1: And she asked me on the way home, because Emily and I drove together and you met us down there. And she said, what did you think of the garden tour? And I said, I think that this topped off our weekend adventure. And I was really impressed with both adventures we did this weekend had free parking. Right. So I thought that that was fantastic. Both adventures were beautiful days. I thought that that was fantastic. But in regards to the garden tours, you know, it was pet friendly. That was brought up about the Tall Ships Festival, but this was actually pet friendly. Right. Because it was really just we walked around the neighborhood of Little Italy.
0: Yes. And people were so welcoming it, with pets and everything.
1: Even kids or kids in strollers. Yes. Probably a 10-year-old isn't going to enjoy the garden walk. Right. But nonetheless, I mean, it was a free family event. It was something... You got to
0: enjoy being outside on a beautiful day...
1: And meeting the people of the neighborhood. Right. Who were all outside wanting to interact with the people that they were inviting in.
0: Absolutely they were. And they wanted to show off their yards, their beautiful flowers, and they wanted to share all of that with everybody.
1: Listen, gardening is hard work.
0: It is hard work. And
1: when you have a prized possession, you want to show it off.
0: I just want to point this out. We went to One Yard, and this lady was a little bit disappointed with a couple of her plants, and I said, we would not have known any of these things if you hadn't told us. Your yard is beautiful.
1: Her yard was beautiful. She was so creative.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This was a
1: lady at the end of our tour, and she had this little sitting area. And in the sitting area, her couch, or lounge area, if you will, was her father's childhood bed. Yes. That she repurposed into... An outdoor seating area. Right. I thought that she was very creative.
0: Absolutely.
1: She was. And oh, I wanted to tell you too. So in her yard, she had the flower that was made out of pottery. Do you remember?
0: Oh, the porcelain.
1: But she was using it as garden art. Yes. And I picked up on it right away. So it was a devil's egg food plate that looked like perfect little flower petals. It did. And then there was another porcelain plate in the center. Right. And then there was a bowl in the center of that. And it just looked like this porcelain flower. Right. Paul and I went out to eat and we sat on the patio. And there was another porcelain flower in the garden of that patio. It was not as cool as that, ladies, because of her deviled egg plate. Right. I mean, I thought that that was beautiful. It looked like perfect symmetrical little petals. Right. But nonetheless, I spotted another one that I picked up on right away. And I thought that that was super cool that people are repurposing porcelain like that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. This lady also had a rain barrel
1: in her backyard. She did. It was a pretty big rain barrel. Yeah. She said that she doesn't like to collect in it. She uses it to kind of water some of the back portion of her yard. We went to the neighborhood of Little Italy There were how many neighborhoods that we could have chose from?
0: Ten. There were five each day that that you could choose from. Okay. And five on Sunday, so we chose to go to Little Italy on Sunday. But the choices were Slavic Village, Clifton Baltic, Collinwood, Detroit Shoreway, and Little Italy.
1: Which I think is amazing because I don't know that I've ever been to some of those neighborhoods.
0: Well, and a lot of times when people hear about these specific neighborhoods, they're like, oh, those aren't safe neighborhoods.
1: Well, so that brings me to the history of how the Garden Tours got started. I went to the website of Garden Walk Cleveland, and it says right here on this website the history of the Garden Walk Is that in 2010, two women learned of Garden Walk Buffalo, which showcased 353 gardens of Buffalo neighborhoods, the last weekend in July. They went to the Buffalo Garden Walk to see the miracle of so many gardens blooming in the city with such a cold, drab reputation. Which is exactly what you just kind of said. Not that they're cold and drab, but they might not be your first choice of neighborhood to walk around in. Correct. But they went to this garden walk, and it completely changed their impression of the city of Buffalo. They realized that the garden walk in Cleveland could change perceptions of Cleveland, too. In 2011, a group of Clevelanders planned the first garden walk, and today... We have it in several different neighborhoods, like Tony had said.
0: Right. Saturday's um, garden walks were in Fairfax, Glenville, Old Brooklyn, Tremont, and West Park.
1: I mean, I don't even know where Glenville is.
0: I mean, they give you a map.
1: They do give you a map.
0: So the website tells you where to go specifically to get the information that maps out the gardens in the specific area that you're going to. Correct.
1: Correct. And Emily and I stopped at the map location for Little Italy, and we just got one map between the three of us, which was fine, because I'm not good at reading a map. So we let Emily do it.
0: And she did a wonderful job.
1: (laughs) She did. So we walked around the very first house that we went to.
0: David's house.
1: Correct. His house had no green space.
0: Right. He had no grass.
1: No grass at all. But he had a ton of pots and plants and succulents and vegetables in his garden. He did. He was very proud to show off his garden.
0: And as he should be.
1: Oh, again, like I said, when you put that much time and money and effort into a garden like his, and it does give you a sense of pride. I have a sense of pride in my little yard. I don't have nearly as many plants as he did. Right. And it does give you a sense of pride and makes you super happy. It gives you accomplishment.
0: And he was absolutely a pleasure to speak with and everything He
1: was very welcoming he yes. wanted to talk about all of the plants how they're going how they're thriving
0: there was a young
1: man there I'm not sure what the relationship was if that was his son or
0: yeah I'm not sure what the relationship was either but
1: but they they both worked together to create this garden they both were super proud of it
0: absolutely
1: yeah, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. It was. It was a good one to start out with.
0: It definitely was. Yes. So we moved on. We decided to walk down Murray Hill,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which isn't actually a hill. But
1: I know. I was so confused by that. Oh. <laughs> I was confused. Yes,
0: they were very... Her and Emily both were very confused. They thought Mayfield Road was Murray Hill. We did. Which is actually a very large hill.
1: Which is why we thought that's where Murray Hill was. That makes
0: sense. It is not a hill. Murray Hill had most of the gardens on it. Right. An abundance of them anyways. So as we start walking down Murray Hill, we're seeing dogs and kids.
1: And people eating on patios.
0: Yes. And we saw a Italian ice. Stand. Stand. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was a very nice gentleman working that Italian Ice Stand.
0: Anthony was his name. Right. And he let us know that the stand name was Mount Granita. It is owned by his brother Christopher and Jonah. And we decided, why don't we try some Italian Ice? Mm
1: -hmm. We got some.
0: We did. And it was the best Italian Ice I've had.
1: Me too. We had lemon Italian Ice. We both chose lemon. Big surprise on my part. And I thought it was fabulous. We got the smallest portions, which I like to get small portions. Sure. They came in biodegradable cups. He had a bubble maker at the cart, which was super fun. Right. And we had a nice conversation with him.
0: They were a part of the garden tour. Right. So on the side and in their
1: backyard,
0: they had flowers. And we took a walk along the side yard and in the back.
1: They had free plants that we could take.
0: They did have free plants. Yes. Little baby plants. Yes. So Heidi got a plant and they had seeds as well. Mm -hmm. But they had a nice little sign that said, please take one. So Heidi chose to take a plant.
1: We got there early, so we got one of the plants. Yes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. and um, they had a bubble machine in the back as well. That and was so
1: fun. I thought that was fun. It that was. was running all day long. Yeah. I didn't know, like, do they have to keep refilling it? Like, I don't even know how that works.
0: I don't know either, but it's brilliant. Yeah. It, it kind of... It's attractions. Your, your interest.
1: Right there at the Italian ice cart was a sign that said, David's Secret Garden, this way, but it was the other side of the street, And we chose to kind of walk up one side of the street and then come back down the other side. Right. But I wanted to point out about David's garden, his secret garden. We had met two gentlemen who were walking their dog through the garden tour. And they had mentioned about David's secret garden too. So I was really excited to be able to go to that at the end of our tour. But I had spotted that sign from those two gentlemen who had kind of told us that we should go to that one. And so we continued going in the one direction on Murray Hill. Right. Saw some fabulous gardens. Yes. There was one that we went to back there that was a mini farm almost. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The whole absolutely. backyard was kind of divided into plots of different growing vegetables and fruits and fun things like that. Pear trees. I know. <laughs> I thought it was a peach tree.
0: Oh, excuse me. It was a peach tree.
1: Yeah. But it was a pepper plant,
0: I think. It was grown peppers. It did look like a peach in her defense. It
1: did. And I saw the word P, or the letter P, and I just thought, oh, it's a peach tree. But I was thinking, man, that is really tiny.
0: It totally totally did look like a peach.
1: I dye my hair blonde on purpose because I am a true blonde. I should have always been blonde. I couldn't believe... The amount of work that this person or family had put into this. Let me
0: just tell you what I couldn't believe. There was a yard that large in Little Italy.
1: That's true, too. That is true, because most of these yards were either creative spaces or something that was smaller in size. Right. Which I have a small yard, too. I love a small yard. I think it's just enough. Yeah. But this yard was, it was pretty big. and. Like I said, there were all of these plots that they had actually sectioned out and different things were growing in each plot. The one thing I thought was, oh, my gosh, this is a backbreaker. I thought that place just reminded me of a sore back. Yes. Because it just seemed like a lot of work had gone into it. I mean, more power to them. Yeah, It absolutely. did seem like they must have been young.
0: Yeah, to be able to care for all of that. There was there was a there were a lot of plants in that garden.
1: There really were. So then we had made our way to some couple a couple other gardens and we ran into a little almost convenience store, but apparently they make sandwiches and and have like salads, like olive salads and, 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 pasta, salad. and pasta salads. So we ran into these two lovely people, Patrick
0: pe- and Chris,
1: who were eating their lunch outside of this little area.
0: Yes, and we we, we just said good morning to them, and 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 they said good morning, later. and while they were like, "Come and join us,"
1: yes, they were offering <laughs> us their so, lunch. Yes,
0: so we. We didn't actually sit down and join them, but we did speak to them for quite some time. Quite
1: some time. They
0: were very fun to talk to. Yeah, they, they were just
1: very- I loved them.
0: I did too.
1: I thought that they were fun, that they were very social, and I just really enjoyed that conversation.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: With them, yeah. So
0: thank you, Patrick and Chris. Mm-hmm. You made our day brighter for sure. Yeah.
1: 100%. They were the most friendliest people
0: They were. And they weren't even from that neighborhood.
1: No, they weren't.
0: So everybody we met that day was very friendly and talkative like that. And you would think that they were from that neighborhood, Mm -hmm. but they were not.
1: Right. The two men with the dog, too. They weren't from that area. Right. They were there to visit the garden walk. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. And and Patrick and Chris didn't even know about the garden walk. Right. (laughs) So we told them about that and they said, well, maybe we'll take a look.
1: Why not? It's a free event. Right. And I imagine they're parked somewhere for free at this point. Right. So, you know, again, we go to some things that cost us a lot of money, and we go to some things that cost us, you know, a decent amount of money, and then we go to things that are free. We've gone to a lot of free things. Yes. In Cleveland, and we've had a great time.
0: Absolutely. For sure. Always. Oh, so then we decided to turn around. Right. Right. And go back to David's Secret Garden.
1: We did. Along the way, Tony, I have to point out, Tony saw tons of dogs in the neighborhood.
0: We met Scott.
1: Yes. Scott
0: was a coonhound.
1: Just like Tom. And I kept trying to tell them Tom and Scott could be friends. Right. And they should adopt Tom. I feel like every episode now I'm trying to get Tom adopted.
0: Well, if he's not adopted by now, please.
1: Adopt Tom.
0: Tom needs a home. He's an elderly dog, but he still has spunk.
1: He does. And then there was on that Murray Hill that we were walking, you had come across a couple different dogs there, too. I did. One had a bow tie.
0: He did.
1: Yes, super cute.
0: He was super cute. Mm -hmm.
1: There was a guy who was just sitting out just because he wanted to people watch and see all the dogs go by. I asked him, I said, are you watching for all the dogs that are going by? Because he stopped and talked to all of them.
0: I need a life like
1: that. I know. You would like a life like that. So then eventually we get to David's secret garden.
0: And it was secret.
1: It was. His was my favorite.
0: Yes, we know.
1: Why do you think it was my favorite?
0: It was your favorite because they made very good use of the space. Yes,
1: that is why.
0: So it, I thought you
1: were going to say because they they were serving wine. No, because <laughs> they well, were. Yes, they, they were, were. Also serving wine to the people who were coming through the neighborhood.
0: Yes, so I just want to explain that my face is falling off right now because of how burnt.
1: Your face looks good today.
0: It's falling off. <laughs> Anyways, I got very burnt the day before. Both Heidi and I got very burnt. We did. At the Tall Ships Festival. We did. Now, David's secret garden was in the sun. Unless you were under the covered patio. I couldn't stand standing in the sun anymore. So I needed to go stand in the shade because I was on fire. I I had sun poisoning.
1: Well, it was a good thing that you guys left because... He, like I said, he was ser- serving wine, and he used the roof. He had a cement roof on his one-car garage, and he used that as actual patio space. So he actually had, like, a railing all around it. Yes. I did yell at him. I said, the only thing you're missing right now is lights on this patio, and I would like to see some of that. <laughs> if it were up to me, we would have lights on every square foot of my yard. But his yard was so beautiful and he was serving wine to those who were coming up through there. And I would have taken that wine. But you and Emily were standing in the shade and I didn't know why. I thought it was because I talked to everybody and I'll talk for long periods of time. So I thought you guys had like left me and I had to kind of right. find my way back to you, which I wasn't really that worried about. But that's why I didn't stay for the wine. I did stay for lots of questions. You know, I talked to him a lot about his patio, his garden. His uncle had helped him through some of it. I thought it was a fabulous use of space. And that's what I love about small space living because you can be very creative. Oh, and absolutely. you can find different ways to make your garden work so that... You don't have to do a lot of the extra yard work, like the grass cutting and all of that stuff. So I personally really loved his garden. It was my favorite. It did help that he served some wine, but just I thought everything was good. And it was private. The other thing that these people used in their yard for privacy, they did a lot of natural privacy, which I love too. Either through trees. Or using the ivy. He used, I think, hedges around the edge of his yard. Yes. But it was really great the way that they were using private space in a natural way for their gardens.
0: Yes. It was awesome.
1: There were several
0: yards like that that Yeah. It, I agree. It was great.
1: And there was a lot of that garden art like I was talking about. You and Emily had stopped in front of this little storefront. Yes. Where Tony was showing pictures of the grandbaby, but I went into this storefront. I wanted to see what it was about. And it was a store that was all imports from Italy. It was so crazy to me because I have an older cousin who lives in Parma and she has been to Italy a few times. And some of the stuff that was in this little shop. I recognize from being at her house. And I always struggle with gift ideas for her. And so I was so happy to see this shop.
0: So we're going to go back down.
1: So the name of the shop is La Bella Vita. You know, a little shop, it's owned by a husband and wife couple. I don't know, but there were a thousand different things, Christmassy things Dinner party type things. There was a lot of things. And every single thing in that store came from Italy. So I really had a great day walking the tour of Little Italy.
0: It was very good.
1: We had a fantastic day. Yes. So we just also want to mention that we are now on...
0: Twitter. We are at C L E,
1: And we also are now available on Amazon... And audible. And we have a trailer out.
0: So oh, if you yes. want to
1: refer your friends to our podcast, you could just let them listen to the trailer and see and they can get a little glimpse of what we're about. Yes. So anytime if you guys would be helpful in sharing our episodes or giving us reviews, we would really appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. Please do. And Just remember to be kind. You never know what anybody's going through.
1: That's very true.
0: And as always, thanks for listening.
1: Until next time.
0: Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next. Or if you're a local business and you would like us to visit and share our experience, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the content creators and not the business, organization, affiliates, or their employees. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. All rights reserved.